Day number 143. Hi, day 143, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, with all the talk about Build Back Better, there's been talk now for two days since we've been back. That Build Back Better, Joe Manchin is back in the hunt, back in the negotiations and about to deliver, you know, for the Democrats. Um, let me play Joe Manchin in case there's any ambiguity among Democrats. Now, the only people signaling otherwise are people like Chuck Schumer. He actually invoked the legacy of Robert, the former Klansman, Byrd, in a bid to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Act um, and and Dick Durbin now saying that they're moving to the Voting Rights Act before we get back to Build Back Better. Joe Manchin said, I'm talking, I'm not agreeing to any of this. Listen to what he said. And would you support Build Back Better if child tax credit was not included? I'm really not going to talk about Build Back Better anymore because I think I've been very clear on that. There is no negotiations going on at this time. Okay. And there's an awful lot of things that had a lot of uh, a lot of things that were were very uh, 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 I think well intended, and there was a lot of things that was pretty far reach on some things in the most delicate times that we have right now. And our country's divided, and I don't uh, tend to do anything that divides our country anymore. So whatever I can do to unite and bring people together, and that means you have to work harder as you work across the aisle to bring people together. Uh, okay, so the answer is no. What's amazing about this is Schumer saying, if people believe that elections are not fair, we have strong legislation to deal with these issues. No, they don't. The the If you want election integrity, voter ID, signature verification, the same voter ID you need to go get into, you know, see Joe Biden at the White House. You need to get, uh, a you know, you need voter ID to... Or ID to buy a beer, to buy a jewel pod, to buy a pack of cigarettes, to go to the Democratic National Convention. You need it for everything, except they don't want it for voting. But if you want integrity in elections, I've been saying what the measures ought to be. Voter ID, signature verification, chain of custody controls, updated voter rolls every election, uh, partisan observers having the right to observe the election up close, not not 100 feet away, so they can see what's going on from start to finish. And by the way, illegal immigrants ought not be allowed to vote like they're allowing now in New York City and in places like some counties in, in Vermont. And what the Democrats want, they, they want, they didn't want any voter ID. They don't want any signature verification. You need it for everything else in life. By the way, you need a vaccination card. The same people that support vaccine mandates and vaccine passports to get into a restaurant in New York and other places. You know, uh, they even want it for five-year-olds now in New York. You're five years old, five to 11. You need you need a, a vaccination card to get into a restaurant or any store in New York City. By the way, people disproportionately negatively impacted in large part in New York are minorities for whatever reason, they have a lower rate of 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 getting the vaccine. It, it's it's so unbelievable. But this is this this is your modern liberal, extreme radical Democratic Party. By the way, I don't even know how to deal with this issue of the White House staff using video footage of snow falling outside the White House to enhance the artificial windows on Joe Biden. 
Joe Biden's on a digital Oval Office set. And they thought it'd be nice to throw in some snow falling behind him when it's not a real it's not the real Oval Office. It's like the make pretend Oval Office. I mean, you can't make this up. You know, only as as Red State said, only handed to baseman Joe and his terrified handlers as the latter desperately continue to try and shield the former from reality in real life at every opportunity. And by the way, and and if, if Donald Trump did this, if Donald Trump had a phony snowfall behind him and a fake Oval Office setting. Can you imagine what the mob, the media w- would do in terms of how they would mock him? If Donald Trump hired child actors for this fluffy image makeover like Kamala Harris, what do you think the the mob and the media would do then? I mean, so anyway, Biden returns from his Delaware beach house and it was snowing like like crazy when he got off off Air Force One. So the digital wonderland in the Rose Garden outside of Joe's fake office windows, Oval Office windows, that is one of the most bizarre moments I've ever seen. It's like a game show set. It's like a game show president. Don't worry. Well, Mr. President, uh, do you support the $450,000 payments? Well, stop asking those, those these questions. It's not true. That's not going to happen. Well, he didn't know his own policy. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. He didn't know what that meant either. I mean, now, now I love this beatdown of the poultry and the and the beef industry and the meat industry yesterday, um, blaming them for the problems that he caused. Every single thing that we now purchase because of Joe Biden's policies, his economic policies and his energy policies, is costing more. You all know that because you all fill up your own gas tank. You all know that because you go to your local grocery store. I go shopping every week. I'm on this paleo diet now, and I eat meat. That's what I eat. And, Linda, how long have I been complaining about the price of a pound of Oscar Mayer thick-cut bacon, which I still buy? I can afford it. But the prices have gone up significantly. For and a the long price- time. Yeah, five, apparently, you know, a pound of uh, chopped meat, I don't know if it's 80-20, terms of the fat 90 10 some people like anyway anyway the price of meats from november of 2020 up beef 20.9 percent that's a lot of money pork up 16.8 percent chicken is up significantly i told you the story yesterday that some some uh restaurants are now offering chicken thighs as an alternative because it's it's cheaper anyway so so biden now is excoriating as a say, basically accusing the meat industry of of price gouging and taking advantage of all of this, you know. But, but he found out from a family friend. I was sitting with him in my kitchen yesterday, and here's here's a sunroom off the kitchen, and my wife was there and with her sister and her good friend named Marianne, and he recounted during an event focused on ways to reduce reduce the meat prices and. She was saying, do you realize it's five bucks for a pound of hamburger meat? Five bucks. Well, this is partly, you know, the the pound of beef today costs five bucks compared to less than four bucks before the pandemic. And here's some historical context. Fifty years ago, ranchers got over 60 cents for every dollar that the family spent on beef. The president went on today. They get about 39 cents. Fifty years ago, hog farmers got 40 to 50 cents for every dollar they spent. 
Today, it's about 19 cents. I mean, they've done their part. Here's the problem. Every single thing that is shipped to every single store just using energy alone and his dumb energy policies, reducing our energy independence and artificially reducing the world supply is costing everybody more. It costs more to ship the meat to the stores. It costs more to put diesel in the in the in the trucks that are, you know, have ref, that are refrigerated that bring them to the store. What do you expect is going to happen? You know, just like the the, the other economic policies of Joe Biden. Oh, we're going to take from the rich and give to the poor. So he now is planning to reduce meat prices with more federal regulation and more federal spending. And, you know, one billion dollar American rescue plan. And they're offering grants and loans, et cetera, worker training to small meat processors on top of the 500 million the USDA made available in July for expanded meat and poultry processing capacity as part of their efforts to increase competition. You guys are price gouging. They're not price gouging. They want to sell their meat. Americans want to buy it like me, and I'd rather get it for as low a cost as I can. By the way, the average couple, by the way, buying a used car, 29 grand. You know, decrying the evils of, of the big meat industry is beyond bizarre of, of Joe Biden and accusing them of being greedy meat conglomerates for the rising price. And that's not why they are dealing with your, you created the problems for these companies. There's zero accountability on anything. Is Joe going to take the blame two years into the pandemic that we don't have any tests available knowing that we just got off? You know, we're still not finished with the Delta variant. We all learned about the Omicron variant. Vanity Fair blew open the doors and exposed how Joe Biden was, you know, uh, in, in Vanity Fair, that Joe Biden was presented a plan to have 730 million tests available for the holidays, and he turned it down? Well, Joe Biden was the one that was excoriating Donald Trump, saying it's a travesty because he doesn't have enough testing. Well, now we're two years in, we don't have enough testing. We're, we're a year and a half in with monoclonal antibodies, and they don't have enough of them either. You know, now we have these new antivirals put out by Pfizer, Merck, and others. They're not available anywhere else. How do we run out of tests? There's only one person to blame for that. Joe Biden, he's not accountable for the Afghanistan disaster. He, he doesn't take responsibility for the border disaster, the inflation that his policy it, policies are call, causing, high energy prices because he has artificially reduced the world's supply. This is, these are all self-induced problems. There's an answer. Go back to the Trump policies that work, but I don't see that Joe Biden is going to do that. He's too busy and on his digital television set. Maybe I should try to do this on TV tonight. Maybe I'll put on a digital snowfall behind me, like I'm doing the show outside on a ski mountain. By the way, Biden, according to the latest Rasmussen report, trails Trump by 13 points. His poll numbers continue to to uh, plummet biden got stuck in an airport snowstorm on his way back to dc air force one got stuck at joint base andrews on monday while biden and his flight crew waited to board uh after the snow plows cleared a path poor joe 
I love Kamala Harris. Let's get to work, she says. Calls for more effort from America. Um, she apparently was missing the fact this is America on the move again. Biden starts the new year off with his disapproval rating at a new high 54 percent disapproval rating. That is a disaster heading into a midterm. By the way, there are Republicans saying that Joe Biden violating the law, aiding and abetting lawbreaking on the border. Ted Cruz predicts the House might impeach Joe Biden after the GOP takes control. You got a top House Republican on the issue saying anything is on the table. Uh, that was uh, Congresswoman Stefanik shared her reaction to Ted Cruz's comments. If you look at the economy in every way, a record four and a half million Americans quit their jobs in November, we now discovered. Kamala Harris is saying, because of the bipartisan infrastructure law, America's moving again. Well, there's pictures of I-95 where people were stuck for hours and hours and hours. You can't make this stuff up. All right, 800-941-SEAN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. Nine four one Sean, our number. You want to be a part of this extravaganza? Uh, did you like the Did you like the snowflakes behind Joe? Don't you think I should do that tonight on Hannity? I, you know, if I were you, I would play White Christmas, have a little Bing Crosby, very low in the background, <laughs> just set set the tone for the show. Do something different. I'm I'm really thinking about it. We could. We have I think the it would. Be, I think it would be beautiful. It. I think it'd be beautiful. I agree with you. Uh, Dick Durbin telling uh, the press today, Build Back Better is paused until after the Senate deals with voting rights. What they're trying to do is get rid of voter ID. They're trying to, the Democrats, they desperately want illegal immigrants to be able to vote. They don't want any signature verification. They don't want chain of custody controls. They want all mail-in balloting with as little scrutiny as possible. Now, that is the power play of all power plays. Now, Democrats, once upon a time, were against getting rid of the filibuster, and I've got audio to prove it. Listen. Speaking of those other candidates, several of them have proposed major structural reforms to our government and to our democracy. These include abolishing the Electoral College, uh, expanding the size of the Supreme Court, setting term limits for justices, abolishing the legislative filibuster. Which, if any of these, do you support? None. What the filibuster does, what the extended debate does, is to force both sides of the aisle to come together in a bipartisan, compromising way. They want, because they can't get their way on every judge, to change the rules in midstream, to wash away 200 years of history. They want to make this country into a banana republic, where if you don't get your way, you change the rules. Oh. That means Chuck wants to turn this into a banana republic. I'm just using his words. Pretty unbelievable. Um, All right, we got an update on COVID uh, coming up. Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, also a medical doctor, will uh, join us. Uh, Now that people fully vaccinated, people fully vaccinated and boosted, people fully vaccinated, boosted, and even those that had prior infections of COVID, in other words, natural immunity, still getting COVID. Should we not be talking more about therapeutics?
scandal and the NSA atrocities convince you? You need a watchdog on Washington with insider sources. You need Hannity every day. 25 now to the uh, top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Senator Rand Paul will uh, join us. That's uh, coming up. Um, if you look at everything, here's here's why I am really angry about what happened with COVID in, over the Christmas holiday. And the last words, Linda, well, before I left for Christmas vacation, what did I say to this audience? Because Omicron was beginning to, to surge at that point. What did I say? Do you remember? You were telling everyone to be careful, to be safe, to contact their doctors. And to remember which words? Monoclonal antibodies. <laughs> As opposed antibodies. to Merry Christmas. I probably should have said more Merry Christmas. You're right. You're right. The, and the Happy New Year. Jesus. And then monoclonal antibodies. By the way, do you have any, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Hmm. I do. What are they? Well, I can't talk about them on the air. Why not? Well, it's like a secret. You know, if you say it out loud, it won't come true. I got to okay. see if I can stay true to it. It's kind of like when I try not cursing during Lent. You know, I don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that lasts, same about, that lasts about maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> it's tough, you know, because I love the baby Jesus and, and I'm really trying hard, but it's very hard for me. Let me get to this this disaster that is Omicron. Now, look, if the pattern holds, and I remember when I said this about Delta, and it turned out to be the case, the mob and the media, Hannity says this is going to decline very quickly, likely to decline very quickly. I said if it follows the same pattern in South Africa and Great Britain, it's we're going to have this surge. There's going to be a lot of infected people. What we now know is it's way more contagious than any other variant, the Delta variant more recently, and but it is far less lethal. Um, but it, it doesn't excuse the the, you know, Joe Biden was out there on vacation. Now, you might remember um, we now had numbers released just before I went on TV last night that a million Americans contracted covid it, from one day to the next, there was a million more people. I think it was over two days, though, a couple of days. Ten million people over the last week have contracted COVID. So we begin the new year with disastrous numbers. This is the same Joe Biden that on October the 15th, 2020, announced we're eight months into this pandemic and Donald Trump still doesn't have a plan to get the virus under control. I do. And I pointed this out on TV, and we have all the audio to back it up. October 23rd, 24th, 28th, 29th, and 30th, Biden vowed to shut down the virus. Now, I've got a montage of Joe Biden saying to shut down the virus. And it's and I, I juxtapose that to what he said while I was on vacation. Not really a vacation this time. Anyway, when I was on vacation, not working, we'll put it that way, but working, um, when he said that the federal government is, you know, it's it's not we there's no federal solution. That's the exact word he said. He said all during the campaign, he's going to shut down the virus. Kamala Harris for day one, we're going to shut down the virus. Here we are a year later. Listen, I'll put in place a plan to deal with this pandemic responsibly. I've already done it. Look, there is no federal solution i'm going to shut down the virus i'm going to shut down the virus look there is no 
federal solution. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. Look, there is no federal solution. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. Look, there is no federal solution. We will deal honestly with the American people and we'll never, ever, ever quit. That's how we'll shut down this virus. Look, there is no federal solution. I'm going to shut down the virus. Look, there is no federal solution. There is no federal solution. Now, here's the context that you've got to remember. Joe Biden inherited not one, not two, but three vaccines. Joe Biden inherited monoclonal antibody treatments. It's only two months ago that for the first time he mentioned them. More people died in 2021, 419,000, than they died, than we had die in 2020, when we knew nothing, when we were just developing through Operation Warp Speed. Remember, you know, Donald Trump was getting all the PPE available. He was setting up hospitals. He was manning hospitals, staffing hospitals, providing all the PPE for hospitals. He was building ventilators, providing ventilators, Navy ships, you name it. By the way, most of the beds in New York, for example, went empty because of the executive order in states like New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, you know, that that forced nursing homes to take in patients with COVID-19. And it ended up killing in those states alone tens and tens of thousands of people. The dumbest decisions ever by any politician. Anyway, so Joe goes on vacation. Omicron is raging and his answer to the nation as he goes on vacation is there's no federal solution to COVID-19. What happened to I'm going to shut down the virus? Now, when you listen to that, I hear even if you listen closely, Joe Biden was far more animated in 2020 than when he says no federal solution. I mean, you could barely hear the guy. We now know there was no plan to shut down the virus. These were words spoken mostly from a basement bunker. Joe didn't have a plan. And here's the worst part. How is it that we're now two years into this pandemic? And how many of you listening to me right now tried to get a COVID test, at-home test, at your local CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens, Walmart, Target, wherever, and were not able to get them because there weren't enough available? How many of you stood in line for hours so that you could get either a rapid or a PCR test. How many of you? You know, Joe, Joe, Americans across the country waiting hours and hours because there was no, how are we two years into this pandemic and we didn't have enough testing? Vanity Fair explains that Joe declined a solution brought to him by scientists to have 730 some odd million tests available for people to have at home and and also in the states. December 2020, Joe called testing the, the testing shortage a travesty. You know, uh by the way, if it was a travesty in December of 2020, Joe, what you did to this country this December a year later without tests available that would be called a failure of monumental proportions and, frankly, totally, completely, you know, inexcusable on any level. Two years into the pandemic, and then he said, oh, he said nobody saw this coming. 
<laughs> How could you not see it coming? We just came out of the Delta variant. We knew there were new variants coming. Did you miss it? You know, it's sort of like you missed the cultural phenomenon. Or let's go, Brandon. I, the fact that he didn't know that blew my mind. The fact that he didn't know about the $450,000 payments his administration was talking about giving to illegal immigrants that had family separation issues. Well, if they weren't breaking our laws and if they would have respected our, our laws, borders and sovereignty, it wouldn't have been a problem. That would be on them, not on us. And then he defended the policy two days later. Anyway, COVID testing experts presented a federal plan in October. And they they presented it to the Biden administration. The plan called for the ramping up of production of testing just in time for the holiday season, knowing people will be in closer contact. They planned on on producing seven hundred and thirty two million a month a month. I mean, if we did that in October, we would have, you know, we would have had over a billion tests available for people. That means anybody that wanted a test would have been able to get one anytime they wanted it. And then to make matters worse, then we had, you know, we've had now for 18 months. Remember, Donald Trump got it during the campaign in 2020. Monoclonal antibody treatments, Regeneron, Eli Lilly. You know, that would, GSK has their version of one. And it, it, as a matter of fact, up until Christmas, I had no problem directing people. I tell them to talk to their doctor first. If they popped positive, I would have, I would say, all right, talk to your doctor, see if you can get a monoclonal antibody infusion, Regeneron, Eli Lilly. They're all, they're all very good. And I never had a problem. I had friends of mine in Florida. Florida set up centers everywhere. And it was free for anybody that wanted it. Anybody that tested positive had no problem. Then Joe finally mentions it in his vaccine mandate speech. And now Ron DeSantis is forced to go out and buy his own, which he didn't mind. And apparently now we're learning that you can't even go out because they've taken up all the supply in the federal government. And they're like, you know, hoarding it and not giving it out to the states that desperately need it. We don't have we never had a shortage of monoclonal antibodies until Joe Biden got involved. Anyway, those treatments now are being rationed. Glasgow Smith Klein also now has a, a new monoclonal antibody. But, you know, every state in the country, they're trying to get it. They can't even buy it on their own. I guess we'll have to go to Great Britain to get it. The state of New York, how are they dealing with it? Well, they'll deny access to antibody treatments based on race. I've gone through that in great detail yesterday. But the question is this. Say what you will. Maybe you didn't like Donald Trump's tweeting. Maybe you didn't like his style. Maybe he was too combative for you. But he kept his promises on taxes. He lowered them. He kept his promises on ending burdensome regulation. He kept his promises on dr- judges, free and fair trade deals. He got new new deals with China, Japan, uh, with our, our European allies, with Canada, with Mexico, with everybody. He kept his promises on peace through strength, but building up our military and but not getting us into long foreign conflicts. He kept his promises on the border, built all that border wall and the stay in Mexico policy was under Trump. We had the lowest numbers of illegal immigrants in 25 years. Now we're going to have a record in 30 years. You know, so all those promises he kept judges. Yeah, he chose from the list of judges he told us he would choose from. 
on Operation Warp Speed. Nobody anticipated the worst pandemic since 1917 and 18. All right, so where's Joe Biden's Operation Warp Speed to make tests? That is probably the easiest thing to accomplish. Where is it? Where's his Operation for Warp Speed on studies for natural immunity? Where's his Operation Warp Speed for these therapeutics and monoclonal antibody treatments? Where's the Operation Warp Speed for these new antiviral medicines? I don't know a lot about them, but I just know every doctor I talk to says they show incredible promise. But talk to your own doctor, as I always tell you. I'm not a doctor. And, you know, for months, you could, you know, Joe and Fauci and the experts at the NIH, the CDC, the media mob, vaccines are a cure-all. Remember when they all, remember when this started and they started pushing vaccines? They said, if you got vaccinated, then then you were good. You are not going to get the virus. You're not going to get COVID if you get vaccinated. I've got the tape. We're making sure healthcare workers are vaccinated because if you seek care at a healthcare facility, you should have the certainty that the people providing that care are protected from COVID and cannot spread it to you. The various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not, gonna, you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Vaccines prevent getting infected, prevent getting sick, prevent your hospitalization. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real world data. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Unbelievable. Um, 800-941-SHAWN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. I'm going to send this to somebody. So they lied to you. Now, maybe we give them the benefit of the doubt. They knew they didn't know what they didn't know what they didn't know. But we have, but we, now we know we needed the testing. Now we know that we have breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated people, boosted people, natural immunity people. And I believe in science. I believe they're not using science. They only use science when it's convenient to them. Just like if we're following science, you don't need when you have breakthrough cases to, to, to vaccinate five to 11 year olds. They're not dying from this. Unbelievable. 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a part of the program. By the way, a federal judge granted a temporary injunction yesterday to a group of Navy SEALs seeking a religious exemption from the vaccine. We'll get to that later in the program. You know, every step of the way, they've been wrong. Vaccines, wrong. Masks, wrong. Mandates, wrong. Projections, wrong. Social distancing, lockdowns, monoclonals, therapeutics. Number of days a person needs to be quarantined changes every day. Origins of the virus. We were lied to about that. It's just unbelievable. Anyway, 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program.